0: Iran, you're on again. It should have already. It's going to call you back now, I think. Pashos Kairach. Shabbos and Warchim, um, Chodesh, Needless to say, we don't have to speak about the Chodesh Tamuz itself, since next Shabbos will be the Chodesh. So we have ample time from next week's year to discuss the Chedish and the events of the month of Tamas. the day that we bench the month, is Kelo the entire month. No pistachios, what <laughs> <laughs> happened? you take a long time to get into the Okay, I think we has Welcome back from Australia. On Skype. Uh, We may have to uh, do a recall in the middle over here, and this is broken, this one. Let's put it down? Yeah. That's fine. Famous Kerach story is the uh, Magid. Preacher. Wasn't really a preacher, Hassan, but the Maggid was a person that would come to town, the towns would pay him actually to come and they would reprimand, give Musr to the people. they put the people in their proper light. And you needed every so often a Magid to come to town to give the people a good shouting. Although the town had a rabbi in its own, but the rabbi you know sometimes you gotta walk on raw eggs with your community. A maggot he's here today, tomorrow he's gone. He unloaded all the uh, brimstone, hell and brimstone as they and he gave the people what to cry about. Usually a good maggot got the people to cry. I mean there was a maggot of Ushaayaim, his name was Shvadron. There's tapes of him, actually, that you can hear. There's some amazing, amazing stuff. Mishalom and stories, and the way he talks and his voice is just eerie. We'll have a uh, Yemaladis tonight. And um, although they're unaware of the actual laws around here, if it's 18 or 21... They decided that at 18 a person is legal to smoke, so they made a cigarette cake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: trying to figure out what it's all about. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's not, sorry on Skype. Let me we'll show you the cake. Hold on. I bring over the camera; they'll see what it's all about. Okay, on the left, yeah, the left side. The r- orange is. Uh, The filter, and the bottom is burning fire, flame, red. Thank God for the wonderful uh, innovations called spraying. You can spray today graffiti on your cakes. So the Magid came to a town, but this Magid was very, very talented, but only one week a year. Only? One week a year. One week a year. (laughs) Parshat Kodach the story of Kerach had him so enthralled and he was so well versed with it that he always spoke of Kerach and he told the people how if you're not going to repent you'll end up with Kerach in the ground because Kerach too, according to some opinions died without repentance without doing Shubha no so he always managed to to put the ads in the papers a few weeks before Kerach to say I'm available for Kerach and um, they used to text. They used to uh, actually uh, beep him. <laughs> they didn't have texting yet, two hundred years ago. Um, and he would get the, the shul. He would get a town for for Kirch. Bye, Yemen. The guy was very inspired. He remembered once this magid, and it was Pasha's lechacha. And they didn't have a maggot coming to town. They really felt they needed a maggot to come and give him, give a shouting. So they looked up this maggot, the Karech maggot. They didn't know he had only one week a year. So he's a regular maggot. And they told him they'd like to hire him for Lachlachah. Now what do you do? You can't say, I can't You can't tell them, I don't know how. They call him, he has to go. So he comes to the town, and he's, to say the least, full of uh, trepidation, his hesitation, etc. And he's sitting, he's, he's standing up there, comes Shabbos, before Musa from the Magad has to speak. Yeah. And he stands up and he's sweating, he's, it's winter already now, it's lech lecha. it's cold outside, good fall already at least, but he's sweating like I don't know what, and finally he's... Hyperventilating, and he's standing up there, has nothing to say. He takes out his handkerchief and he wipes his brow and his face, and he puts the handkerchief down on the extender, and the handkerchief slides off and falls on the floor. And he looks at the handkerchief, he's all upset, angry at anybody that he could get angry at. So the handkerchief is the first thing that he could scream at. He says, I ah, you should go with Kerich and all those people in the Red And he says, Ah, Spins are so talking about Kerich already. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave the drasha of Kairach. So he got away with it, but um, the, the moral of the story actually really is his moral to show that uh, God comes through in the twelfth hour. So <laughs> he was in, not, in great, not, not in great shakes prepared for this. So that's the Pasha's Kairach always has the name, the mark to it, how it's so, so marked for the Kairach, the Musa, the Musa Haskel of Pasha's Kerach, But as my uh, valedictorian said last night, and uh, I know how he said it, and it's not that I memorized his speech, clumsy, I don't listen to the children that well that I understand. Wrote. I wrote the speech. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote it for not, and, uh, for not, I wrote it for my son, so, you know, it was, I, I actually know exactly what he was saying. <laughs> Did I ask the question, he was that bad. Let's get real. If Karach was such a rusher, how can have a Parshaft? It's, it's, it's uh, amazing to take a whole Parsha of the Taylor. You have to understand Parsha of the tailor. um The Bashemta says that if a person faints, you whisper his name in his ear, and his father's name, and it wakes him up. Don't try it if the guy died. Doesn't always work. They um, have these advertisements. Don't try these things at home. Uh, so a name, in essence, is a mitzvah of something. So when a person's given a name on their birthday, when they're born, the name has to stand for something. Interestingly. Tonight's Emma has this funny story with a name. I had two girls before her on Shabbos. And the first girl was born in the middle of the night. So I walked back from Borough Park for my And I came to Crown Heights about five thirty. Six o'clock ran to the mikveh. It was Kislev time, Zion, Kislev she was born. Yeah, it was definitely cold. It was a real cold. I mean, it was, phew. I just think about it, and um, I was zecher. I had the schuz to come to the seventy and to tell the shabbos that uh, we had a girl. And the Rebbe's said to me. Come to Eden Tachin outside the Rebbe's room. When the Rebbe came in from the house to come to Shul, he went to his room. And I was standing there and the shadows The Gabbai said, His wife had a girl. The Rebbe said, I'm sure that you've made up with your wife a name. So it caught me off guard. Was I supposed to tell the Rebbe the name? And the Rebbe says, Well, and before I could even say anything, the Rebbe said, Well, here downstairs, you make the Mishabek. And the Rebbe gave a beautiful bracha for the girl. It was a really, really, I mean, it was a this It was just an amazing experience. And Hashem for the girl. The next one was born a little later on Shabbos morning. So I, was able, I had to walk back. I walked by. I ended up coming at the end of Fabregan. And uh, we gave the name of mm-hmm. upstairs. after You stood right across the beam for the Rebbe. Also, very, very, and we gave that one was Mushka, so the Rebbe was very touched by that one. But with this one, the one that's born today, my wife and I made up a name, because we I had it off from the Rebbe, I don't just give names. And I came to Shul, and the Gabbai said, so. and I gave her name that she has till today. I may have asked and then I looked, looked at picked the look to the one the, whoever gave the name just then. I said, "What did you just say?" He told me the name you just. I just told him. I, said, I just told you that name. It was interesting because my wife in the hospital. Somebody asked her, "What's the girl's name? What's the baby's name?" And she said, "I don't know." She said, well, "Didn't you make up with him? Because already it it's, it's after Krias She says, "I made up with him, but I have a gut feeling it's not going to be the name." <laughs> so she wouldn't say what name we had made up. And ultimately, I was walking out of shul, and there was punt on the table of Kuntres Dverilea. The Kuntres about of the, Rabban, the Rabbanis Dverilea, it's one of the Rebbe's wives. It was sitting right down the back, a brand new thing we just printed. So uh, I took it for a sign saying that I didn't do the wrong thing. And at she uh, lives up to being a Dvaraleya. Dvaraleya, it's probably for you. Dvaraleya, is there a fire in the kitchen? <laughs> The very means a bee. And technically we'd say, you know, why would you call a child a bee? When we know, we say, we hate the bee. We hate the bee so much, Rashi says, that we tell the bee straightforward, <laughs> don't give me your sting, don't give me your honey, I don't want anything to do with you. Thank you. So the question is then, why would you use such a name? If it's after, it's not a kosher creature. But ironically, this non-kosher creature gives if it gives something that we're allowed to eat. It's kosher, <laughs> and this non-kosher creature we find mentioned twice in Navi. Come in, come in, come in, come in, sit down. Finally mentioned twice in the Navi. Once it is with Dvara Isha Naviya, the Prophetess. Now, the truth is, her name meant just that. It meant a bee. Why? Because she would prophesy, she would give lessons, she would give shirim to the men. But she had to sit, of course, behind the mechitza. She sat behind, sat behind the mechitza and she gave the shir. And this Believe it or not, uh, this, believe it or not, was quite painful for the men. I know somebody. I don't want to say who because it's a case other people know him. I don't embarrass them. Who has a GPS in his car, but he turns off the sound because he won't have a lady telling him directions where to go. <laughs> 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 so, imagine. Imagine a lady giving you a shir. <laughs> you have to go to the weekly shir and a lady is giving it. is so humiliating. And this was the dv- This was where therefore, according to Sama why she was called a Dveira, a bee. Because it was a sting, sting. to the Jews. Another place, in the, se- in the same sefer of Sheftim, we find again the bee is mentioned and that's with Shimshan Agiber I'm happy uh, I don't want to use names because I'm being recorded here I'm happy to see you forgive me in the same Sefer of Sheftin we find again the bee being mentioned in the story of Shimshan. Shimshon. Had an interesting uh, confrontation. And this confrontation. Wah, wah, wah. It's good we got the jelly rings. What's the wire? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: In the confrontation. They had. Uh, oh, probably. They finished, I think. She be downstairs. It's a birthday cake. Her birthday. She's eighteen. so it's the shape. It's made like a cigarette. You want ice? Yeah, there is. If there isn't here. It might be the downstairs pizza. So one of the is there any ice? I don't think so. Nobody made a tray downstairs. They forgot the recipe. Again. They forgot the recipe. <laughs> Shimshon's um, riddle, for those who remember learning Shimshin, I give her a story in the Shafetim. From the strong comes sweet. Amen. What did it mean, from the strong came sweet? And they, they couldn't figure out what he was talking about. He had taken the lion and he tore it open. And the bees made a hive in the lion's mouth. So from the strong, the strong lion, comes the sweetness, the sweet honey. So again we find Devera being mentioned in Sheftim. And again being used for the benefit of the Jewish nation. There's different opinions. Uh, If we're learning, now you are learning in Tanya, those who learn Chitas daily, we're now in, <coughs> in Sharayichet Vemuna. al <coughs> Vemunah, the al is very involved with Tsiruf Aesius. Tsiruf means the letters, interchanging of letters. There are many times, not many times, there are many sha'orim gates, says the Al-Tareb. And through these gates, the letters went back and forth, and this is words and things were formed. Stone, even other no, and, and all the different things that were because of the two faces, and went back and forth. The word, the name Leia, also has the two faces of Hakeil, Hakeil Besatzumes, <laughs> and of course one of the Moys. Sara, Rivke, Rachel, and Leia. As we all know what Leah went through, and what Leia had to be interchanged for, and the see nefesh, a sister Rachel had for her, when I benched the children on Friday night before Kiddush, so for the boys, it's saying, and for the girls, Sara, Rivke, Rachel, So, my little one, every week, same thing. You said my name. <laughs> Sorry, Rifka. Um So when we come into the name, the concept of a name, and we see how a name is so pertinent to a person, how much more so is the name of a parasha pertinent to the parasha? Where, where did the Taylor get of color to take a name like Kirach for a Parsha a wicked person a wicked person <coughs> as we said that didn't do Tshuva so the fact is everyone has a good part to it you know the guy that came into a, to to once to a vert. and uh oh bring home eggs <laughs> and um, stop off for the grocery. We have no milk for the breakfast. Mine does that. Uh, 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 that 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 Drive.safe.ly. It's great. Text message from, and it tells you who, and it reads you the whole text message. It's great. You don't have to check your phone while you're driving. They have a that you could tell if you send a text message to the person. It says right away, it was read, yeah. No, but you could also. Kind of like that, like, yeah. well, did you disappear? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when you shake it, it stops. Oh. So, um. We have to examine what was Keir, What was up Kerr's sleeve. What was he actually thinking? Which, in essence, I was distracted and I was saying something else and I got. Sorry. That's all right. It's it's actually my fault. That my my lack of focus. I'm surprised. I came at nine thirty, and you're still home to the first word <laughs> <laughs> Okay. When I get up, I'm going to hurt you. Right now, I'm too asleep to, to to say anything. Uh, what was Kerik looking for? Kerik was looking for Kahuna Gedola. Looking to become king of, But That's a little absurd. How many do? how many chiefs can you have with no Indians? You have X amount of people that, But everyone goes into and describes, and all the go into the, and that in deep, deep explanation what Kerach was really up to. Who was Kerach? Where was he coming from? What was his thought? What was his train of thought? He did not enjoy. He did not enjoy nepotism. You guys want something to drink? Turn this off. He did not appreciate nepotism. Do you like handicap people or not? He says. <laughs> Moshe, you're Moshe. And Aaron, you Aaron. But just because he's your brother, didn't mean you have to make him train Gobel. He also tried to dispute slightly what was Moshe's business of becoming, taking over the nation. Where are you coming from with this? Now, in essence, Moshe was very hurt. Because this is really a case of, I didn't ask for this. I didn't sign up for this, as we say. And being put into the predicament, <laughs> being Meisher Abeno, haha, twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> the phone that's off talks. After the test what <laughs> happened? <You laughs> Getting it like Now a it's baby. interesting because I don't remember where I, I said it recently. That's very bad. I know where I said it it's not so bad anymore there's a story by the Rebbe the Rebbe Shab was at a time where the um, government did not allow any congrega- congregating of Jews and especially you no know, discussion of terror anything. this is a death penalty but the Chassidim wanted to hear the Rebbe They came together, and in walked in a very high official, Kami, a real communist Chalera suit and everything. And they were petrified. The Chassidim didn't know what to do. They saw the death before their eyes. The Rebbe didn't blink an eye. They kept talking. Said the They started reneging. and the Chassidim calmed down, but even more so. The communists sat down They just <clears throat> stared. After all was said and done, the Rebbe said, Okay, the Fibang was over, they made a bracha or whatever the sermon was. Everybody was leaving, and they turned to the communists and they said, What's used to that? He says, All due respect, I'm Jewish. And I know. Teda and I know all the things that go on in Teda and I know it's all a lot of baloney I believe nothing that it says in the Teda I accept nothing there but I do know one thing in a Rebbe you have to believe mm. in a Rebbe you have to believe <laughs> Just it's amazing I, I don't remember. Did I tell that story last week of the baby, the, the baby that was born? No. Uh, Rabbi Levi Paris was here. I must tell it on Shabbos. Levi Paris was here from England, old friend. He's a few years older than I am, but he was a bacha. I was a kid in yeshiva. And uh, whenever he comes, they say, no Levi, tell me something. I need some chizuk." I collect chizuk. Um, I, now I have to tell you the story of today's chizuk that I got anyway let me tell the story as follows there's a fellow Rebbe who that who was married for many years with no children and he didn't know what to do so he decided by the Kiyos by the Rebbe I did say it, okay by the Kiyos, by the Rebbe, he decided he's going to think of the Rebbe Shagir Mabracha hmm. Kiyos is the story that the Rebbe couldn't blow sheifer because he had to use disturbing the Rebbe, person. Finally, the Rebbe, he stopped thinking about it, the Rebbe B'Shaife. Nine months later, he had a b- little child. And then a few months later, the child was a little bigger. He went to the Rebbe. He had a for from for, for Keshe Brauch or whatever it was. He came by the Rebbe. The Rebbe asked, this is the kin from the Today, I went to the hill, which is another thing they I'd like to discuss. My trip today, today was because of Chav Sivan. Chav Sivan on the calendar is a marred, black day. It's Black Tuesday, no matter what day of the week it comes up. In Lubavitch, Chav Sivan took on a dimension 11 years ago, with the Petita, the Stalkas, the whatever you want to call it, of the Rav, the Maradasa of Person that was not here at the time, I was in California. My nephew from <coughs> But um, I had to go to, to Rabbi Marlow, say if you could pet the chtillim at least. You mean you were sick, you mean? What do you mean you were sick, him? I went to this cave, right? You know? uh-huh. On the day of the outset, I went to uh-huh. his bed right next to the idol. Merely go to the idol. Oh, you went specifically to, his, to I specifically. went for here because is uh, okay. the outside. Chav 7, many, many Polish and Hungarian and uh, and Jews hold the outside on Chav Because a lot of the main massacres, the Germans did, was on Chav 7. Or there around. And therefore people didn't know because there were people were killed in mass graves. In the so they didn't know when people actually died. So they kept it to the outside. the prayers say before because always There are people that say Ovarachim on on Khovsivan. We say Ovarachim on Sabah Savakham 7 also, because 7 has such a bitter But there's a fast there, the people that fast there, there's all different Khajbainas of a fast even on 7. It's a very severe day. And I told the story, some have told it a dozen times before, of the blue Zubhid Rebbe in the concentration camp, where they came out, he had an he used to drive him crazy. He used to make fun of him, he was in the concentration camp. He used to tell him, Spira, he used to call him Spira. Look how, you were a Rebbe, I was an apikaris, and we're in the same boat. You're not any better than I am, you're not being treated any better, differently. He says, well, let's take the Ancet Rebbe business. So the Belzuber uh, was very tolerant. Was very uh, acceptant of it. Wasn't acceptant, but he took care of what he had to. Tell giving a share, and was telling giving a share. Oh, a share. And there's um, one day they were told to dig a, a ditch. They dug a ditch. And they didn't know what it was for, which was even more painful when they're doing work and you don't know where it's going. And he was, uh, and that night, everybody was cold outside. They came in front of the ditch and they were told to jump over the ditch. If you get to the other side, you're going to live. If you don't get the full inside, you should going to shoot you. And then the bullshit was on the line. And Hal Davis said, online, you see, once upon a time, online meant there was a row of people. And you used to somewhere in that row, and that was called standing online. Today, it's a total different definition. <laughs> when you say something else. <laughs> it. kind of yeah, it's uh, so. You got to he was online for the people that are jumping, <laughs> and next to him is Dapikaris, and he said to him, "He says, spirit he says, Masachas Nardish, don't be foolish. You can't jump this ditch. Huh? You haven't eaten in days, you haven't just lay down, let them shoot. the said, it doesn't happen. According to Aloha, if you can survive something, if there's a chance, you have to do it. And he came to the ditch, and the closed his eyes, so it was his turn to jump, and he says, Meshbrink, betant. And he jumped, and he opened his eyes, and was on the other side. Next to him was standing the Apicetus. In fact, the Apicetus, spirit, how did you do that? I close my eyes it says and the, my the B'nai Yisoscha came down from Gan Eden let down his kaftan I grabbed the corner of the kaftan and he pulled me over but he turns to the applicators and how did you get over he says I was holding on to you the <laughs> yeah. he knew you had to hold on to the Rebbe so the whole thing was based on at Nishkan Fashtain, what are you leading? What are you becoming a ganse over the nation? Why are you so great, so big? And this is ultimately what it was all about. Yeah. Mesh Rabbein is the Shama Kloli. Was it a Shema over Klai Israel? And we see another story of such, of a Chosid Rabb Marash, who was a businessman wealthy, well to do fellow at that time it was a drink had come out a Russian drink, I don't remember, Chavez, I don't remember what it was and it was a hot item and three people came to approach this chasid and uh, why are these three one guy knew how to make it one guy punked had an empty f- warehouse and one guy had a, 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 he was a salesman expert He's an expert salesman. So they said, "Listen, the only thing we need is cash. We need an investor." <coughs> and the yeah. item, everybody knew about the item. It was a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a foolproof. Thank God, the said, "Wait, I gotta go ask the Rebbe." fine, he came to the Rebbe and he told the Rebbe the story. The Rebbe said, "No, don't do it." Came over, so the Rebbe said, no. They started screaming and yelling in Meshigah. Stand to become the richest people in the world. And you're going to just stop this? Business. You didn't explain it probably to the Rebbe right. <laughs> Tell the Rebbe clearly how much money is involved. The, Rebbe no. the Rebbe is a businessman. The Rebbe sits and learns all day. What is going to understand? Tell the Rebbe, Dengi, it's money. So he went back. Waited another few days. Got into to again to try to explain it. So you just hear? I told you no. And imagine, of course, that, that he wasn't the only guy that came in the last few weeks. But the Rebbe remembered. He told the guy no, already. In the same situation. Fellow goes home, and they start screaming and yelling. You buffoon what you are! You dumbbell! there? Let's write a letter to the Rebbe. Write it down, and this is all. We'll give you all the problems so you didn't miss anything out. Hand the letter to the Rebbe, and let the Rebbe understand what it's all about. We we'll give him the financial reports they coerced him to going back and again the Rebbe told him no and I don't remember the story if he went back a fourth time or not but after the third time the wife couldn't take it anymore he started screaming and yelling and he was pressured and he sold everything he had took the money, invested it into the business and the business went kaput because the drink people got fed up with so he came back to the Rebbe. A broken clee. Broken vessel. Says, Rebbe, I messed up. I messed up. Not I messed up, I lost my money. Not I messed up, my business venture didn't go right. I messed up. I didn't listen to Rebbe. Please give me a ticket. Give me a solution to my soul. Something that can fix my soul for what I've just done. The says, you know, I have three types of chsidim. One type, a bunch of, they're called fools. Why are they called fools? Because they think I'm holy. I'm Kaddish. And I can do no wrong. I can say no wrong. I can make no mistakes. And anything I say is the is, is speaking from my throat. Second one says, The Rebbe, he is a learned person. And this is the the That's what my grandmother used to say. Where there's Taylor, there's Chachmah. And when you have the fact, the backing of Taylor, you can figure out every different solution. It's interesting when I deal with the Shalom bias issues, you talk to people, I find myself bringing up different Mishal, different things from Taylor. That, that you could see in the people's faces that, you know, hey, it's Taylor, it's not. It's not Psychology, it's not a philosopher, it's not a, a, a muscle, it's not somebody that's a therapist. Just giving pure tailor to tailor perspective as to why a person has to be able to coexist. I mean, they're still not living together, they're still separated the last couple of times, but it's, it's irrelevant. Um, the third one says that Eva is business savvy already because he's heard so many different deals. So many different things. Say, the first He says, you are none of the three. <laughs> so all I ask of you, says the rabbi, is become a Chassid. Become a Chassid. So the whole metzius of the person had to change. Becoming a Chassid, I am a chasad. I didn't do anything without without asking the rabbi. He came running with a chasad. I asked the rabbi. said, so the rabbi, yeah, you came, ask, came running to me. But you didn't listen. And the fact of the matter is, it's operating, the fact of the matter is that this is one of our problems today, <coughs> that people, everybody's going in the name of the Rebbe, Everybody, whatever they're doing in the Lubavitch today, they're doing in the name of the Rebbe, but each one has their interpretation of what the Rebbe said. One person put it very nicely. He's not a Mishachist, not an anti. And he can't take the uh, extremism. And he said, My Rebbe, he says, never died. But that Rebbe was never born. The extremism is over the top, it's off the map. Kedah had this very issue. What's the getting so carried away? Nice guy, Meshach. Aaron? Great guy, but didn't his sons go into Kedah without permission? What's his credentials to become a Kedah? He had such a problem with Aaron and Didn't he... Her problem with the eagle. Mm. Theyraq like wanted mm. yikes. Everyone should become a king idle. What was that all about? And he meant it. He meant that everyone has the potential to become a Kayyeng Iran? Iran you are the I don't know. So what he wanted was everyone should use their potential. On the other hand, we have a different issue. We have an issue freedom of choice Kerach told the Jews if you don't do it right you make a mistake you're in trouble Ask what that was all about. Okay. Oh, that's why he signed up. Okay. One of the people over here signed up. He had to go to the bathroom. So everybody shut down? Mm-hmm. I know why the whole thing shut down. We right. <laughs> go to the end of the parasha. The Gahanam, right? because of all that transpired here, we're <laughs> given 24 <laughs> Matanas Krona. <matanas> <laughs> The difference. You don't have to Twitter, you write everything. Ah, okay. <laughs> they were given twenty four matnas kahuna for what transpired here. <clears throat> why was chaos retribution with twenty four Matnas kahuna? Why, why weren't two enough? Two gifts for the priests are enough. Khazma twenty four. conniving fellow he didn't suffice going to one person and discussing with one person about his plan and his action and etc oh boy in attack mode mm. Kerach Wow. Kerach went to every single shavit. Now the fact is when a, you come and you fool somebody, you steal from somebody, is das or you gotta, you steal anything, the fact is you have to pay careful. You have to pay back double. That's okay. So since he had Gnevis das, he stole the twelve shvatim. He had to pay double. 24. That's right. End up being twenty-four. Twenty-four matnas kuhuna. The pasuk, the tere finishes off. The pasuk finishes. Called Trumas a kadoshim nesati lechol vanechah, and bris him. On all the karbanas, they had to put salt. Now, there's different opinions of what the whole salt story is. The main opinion was there was a deal, a pact between Mayim al-Yenim and Mayim tachtainim. When the Ebrishti split and created the world, he put Mayim al-Yenim, and he put Mayim tachtainim. The Mayim tachtainim complained: Why are we so far from the Evisha? Seibish so said, you get paid back. How are you getting paid back? All the carbonus will have salt. Carbonus having salt is a very simple lesson to us. A lot of people have a mega problem. <laughs> told this story about four zillion times. The Chinaman, the manufacturer in China, I had a deal with a Jew on the east side. The Jew on the east side used to buy a majority of his chele. Okay, very friendly. One day the Chinaman talking to the Jew on the phone. "I'm afraid the price is going to have to go up. Why? I'm having a lot of robberies. It's costing me more. I don't know what to do about the robberies. The Jew says, you do what we do. What do you do? We have a mezuzah. A mezuzah, shakai, shame, and I'm going to send you a gift. And that's it. The Jew sends him a mezuzah. Instructions how to put it up. No, the instructions are not inside. That paper inside the mezuzah is not the instructions. <laughs> Please don't remove them. It's not the warranty. I've had all those stories already. The warranty, the instructions, has been called a million things. Anyway, he sends the Chinaman to the mezuzah and tells him where to put it. He puts it on the front door. Shalom. About six months later, the mezuzah is back in the mail. The Jew gets it back in the mail. He calls mm-hmm. the the shenem. This is what happened. It wasn't working, she says, it worked very well. He said, What's the problem? He I couldn't get any work done. He said, Why not? Because every 15 minutes someone's knocking at the door saying, Tsutoka, Tsutoka, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put the mezuzah on the door. So you more money. Tzedakah? No, it's not costing me, you know what it was. <laughs> the, the harassment he was worried about. But when it comes to Tsutoka, people are scared. People are scared. Mice to give away 10% of my income, 10% of what I made to give it, (laughs) it doesn't fit the budget, doesn't work on the budget. How can I give mice? This is what the trader tells us here when you put salt on the meat, the meat shrinks, it shrinks a little bit, it shrinks, but it preserves the meat very well, the meat lasts you longer. When a person gives tzedakah, it looks like his budget became small. It looks like he has less money now. But ultimately, he's preserving himself as money. When Moses Montefiore was asked by the emperor, or by the, uh, the queen, whatever she was, how much money he has, he said, give me a few days. And a few days later, he came with the exact number, which was far less than she would imagine he had. And she says, "How can you fool? Who are you fooling when you say that? How can you say you have so little money? I mean, everyone knows you." He says, "Listen, I have houses, real estate, ships. This, that, all this can tomorrow be gone. You can confiscate it, and it'll be all gone. The money I told you is the tzedakah money that I gave. That no one can take away from me. That will always be mine. It will always be in my stead." And as the Givara tells us, Yechen and was walking on the outskirts of Yiddushalayim, and he saw a girl rubbaging through the garbage trying to find some barley. Something that she can sustain herself. And she saw Yechen and she came running over, she said, Rebbe, please give me something to, to, to eat, to live. Yechen and Benzakeh said, who are you? So I'm the daughter, the daughter of Nagdemon Ben Ben Gurion. Nagdemon Ben Gurion was was a wealthy, the wealthiest of people. He, with him is the story of the of the of the waters and everything else. <laughs> the waters and, and then no the they, there was no rain, and they told him what would happen if there's no rain. And they would be punished. The whole story, all the Jewish, all the children's storybooks had the story of ben Gurion. So he put up the bond. He put up the money that it, it rain at the pile of the last minute that it was supposed to rain it didn't rain yet so he went out to and the pe- he went out to the bath or whatever it was kids everybody knew he was the wealthiest of people so his daughter said that yes but he didn't give properly to so he didn't preserve the money properly and it was a terrible thing to hear a very very technical thing we would like to just to, to Finish off the two little things. We know that the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed in Kerach. And the Pia is a mouth that was created by Benesh Moshes when the God created the world. There were two sets of people here that got punished. There were one set of people that got swallowed up in the land and one that got burnt by the tears. So the question is, what did Kerech get? Sure. Kerech got both. Kerech got both. why did he get both? Because the people that were following him, whoever, whatever he would have gotten, the other people would have complained. If he would have burned, they would have said, why did we get swallowed up alive? And if he would have swallowed up alive, the other ones would have said, why did we get burned? So his neshama was taken out with the katators, and his goof rolled into the ditch. But a very, very... Important thing, which is very important for Shabbos and Varchim, since we have a minute to say the whole kill of Shabbos and Varchim in the morning. It says as they were running away from this ditch, this scary earthquake, this uh, tsunami sized earthquake, all the people started to run from around, they started to run to their voices should say from their voices, not to their voices. Where well, they run from from the south. They should run away from what's going on, the screaming, the frightening. Says they ran to their sounds. With this we know it says Hakel Kil Yakev Daim de was the bracha that Yitzchak gave. Kil is the power of the Jews, the power of Tvila. So Nasul Lik they ran to pray. They decided to run to their power of prayer. They started to run away so that they would be, be able to pray and to do children. And this is what they had so important that they had to look for. And there's other. Why did God open the mouth? Why did you say they opened the earth? So it's. They opened their mouth against me They said God opened the mouth of the earth to swallow them. You have, it says that the, also the Ahlayim got swallowed, their tents. Were there a wife with them? no this is because it was actually a Bataille and this was their houses because they never settled they never would have been tents, would have been pre- temporaries, these are not temporaries these are something that they lived in all the time because they, they weren't going anywhere else after this but in general the bottom line is Rebbe is Rebbe, and you don't mess with the boss. And we should talk here. This Shabbos we're which is benched as We should learn. We should daven. Moshe Avinu Nevech says, echad mehem." I didn't even take one of the donkeys. What do you mean, echad mehem"? I didn't take one of the donkeys. <laughs> so tired of it. When the Yidin left Mitzrayim, every Yidden was given ninety donkeys. Now the law is (laughs) uh, laden, laden. The halacha is that when such a thing happens the riches go out that the leader gets half. (laughs) So Moshe should have gotten half of each person's donkeys. Everyone got 90, he should have gotten 45. (laughs) Echod me hem. Hem is 45. I didn't take what? Not from one person did I take the hem so he stood up he stood up for his rights and still he had no no scruples so we should be able to say that the Amrish Rebbein of our generation should take us out of the gullus to this very Shabbos the Vorka Machedish of Tammuz should become a very very happy month